て辛くて足りないものを数えたら涙落ちた悲しみが寄り添って背中を包み込む冷たさに心がここAnother episode of Unlimited Railworks Video Game Choo Choo's Anime Podcast. I'm your host Rose, and with me this week is everyone once again. We are being consistent again. Yeah. Uh, so that includes John. Hey, John. Hi there. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm here and I'm consistently watching stuff too. We're all we're all yeah. Me too. I'm back on that. I'm back on that. Like uh, watching anime minus the bad isekai so it's a real it's a real <laughs> wild world mm. um maverick is also here i am Ooh, yeah I, you're not watching bad isekai right uh i don't think so no okay that's good that's good that's good i am watching 15 fucking shows that's why <laughs> i was wondering if 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 somewhere in that count was uh a mediocre story about another world uh, let me. But thankfully, check it. It, you seem safe. I'm looking at your list, and I don't see any. I don't see anything that's like his his evil uh, mark and the sorcerer's daughter or something. Yeah, no fucking trapped in a world where women have power, and I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. I want to die. <laughs> That is the season, though. You had a chance. <laughs> there was a, yeah, a window of opportunity. <laughs> um, LV, you're you're not either. Thankfully, um, not bad, Isaka. I did. I, I I've seen a couple bad things, though. I, I'm processing mm. it right now. I'm like, oh man. Um, I feel I feel a lot of shame. I'm I'm carrying <laughs> I'm carrying a weight of guilt right now. <laughs> like, I, yeah, that was bad. Um, yeah, but no, not East, not not Isekai per se. The re- reverse isekai, though, in this season, I was like, oh, okay, these are fun. These are good so far. So that's kind of an interesting, refreshing twist that somehow fixes the problem. Well, no, it doesn't fix the problem. There's, I think there is a structural problem as to why a lot of isekai are bad. But I, I think... <laughs> I think this at least helps fix the structural issue of, like, they, like having these different shows that are the reverse. Um, mm-hmm. At least solve the inherent problem with isekai of being just, like... Right. A death cult thing. Yes. Basically. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think Kong Ming is like the opposite of that. So I think mm-hmm. it's really good. Um, but yeah, uh, we're all here. And uh, this time we're talking about Gun Gale Online, Sword Art Online Alternative. Uh, it's which alternative is by the, because uh, it's good. That's right. It's an alternative to having <laughs> a bad time. 
Um, as someone who has seen all of Sword Art Online, uh, this is fairly different, mm -hmm. I, it must be said. Um, so let me open up the... Uh, I should have opened up this document uh, with all of the information about it. But uh, I know this is by the, uh, the Kino's Journey uh, author, mm -hmm. uh, Keiichi uh, Sigasawa. And um, this is a story that takes place in the MMO from the first part of Season 2 of Sword Art Online. Gun Gale Online, which is, it's they, it's like an MMO, but it's really just PUBG, right? Like that's that's really what it comes <laughs> down to. Like it seems to have yeah. Monster Hunter game modes, but everyone just cares about PUBG modes, um, because yeah, they have the bullet wait, of the bullets. Hold up, it's the MMO for the first part of the season. Yeah, for season two, and then they switched to Alfheim. What the fuck? I always thought is the other whatever no 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 because the second half of the season has her friends who has aids and it's like this really weird tonal <laughs> dissonance well kirito's not gonna like that he really didn't like it it must be <laughs> said he was quite upset about it but really it was about asana because the i think the author's on record is saying he cares more about asana and that he just sort of is like putting kirito into everything because he believes that's the best option which you love to see that mm -hmm. um <laughs> love to be proven wrong when you give the reins to another <laughs> author yeah exactly i think it, this, this is like the antithesis of kirito is the like it has to be about kirito right um so yeah this is a series about this um woman named uh oh god what's her first name Karen. Uh, Karen. It's just Karen is her first yeah. name? Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. So Karen. And she is a woman who is who's pretty tall, and she has an insecurity about her height. So she tries to find an MMO that uh, has a tiny character that she can be um, to deal with, cope with this. Um, for some godforsaken reason in the world of Sword Art Online, everyone's avatars are randomly generated, which is, like, insane to me. It's a as bad a idea. It's, <laughs> it's just insane <laughs> that all of them are like that is the thing that makes me feel crazy. Um, and like how they talk about how everyone like there's a market for selling avatars and stuff. Like what is Ugh. anyways. Um, so she goes there and she meets this woman named Pitohi, who is um, like this really edgy fucked up woman and they get along and eventually they get embroiled in um some various PUBG battles <laughs> most of the series is PUBG battles um with some conversational dialogue sprinkled in along the way um it's uh i think it's a i think it's um as maverick you you have this right here i was going to ask you about it first um but you have here solid mid I agree. I think it is. It is. It is on the high tier of mid to me. Yeah. Um, so, of like, what I want out of something like that. So first off, as is popular, whenever we start to acclimate AAVE to regular English, mid does not just mean it's bad. It means it's middling. It means it is a variation yeah. of not the worst Drek you could see or do or have, but also it's not the best. And so. Like, overall, Gungale is fun. It's watchable. 
the thing that I realized is like, oh, this is a show that I need to see with other people. And that's how I got through most yeah. of it. Not because it's bad, but it's like, I could not imagine having to run through all of it with a... And this is not a knock against the author for Kino's journey, because as far as I'm aware, um, so much work gets into that story on its own that people will just laud it and applaud it for proper reasons. Here, I would say it's more having to work within the confines of the source material. And part of that necessitates, and I feel like is even recommended in the series content, like, oh, hey, grab a buddy, grab a few friends, enjoy this show together. Because that, I think, is where it shines in terms of this very, like, eh, like, rudimentary aspect of togetherness and friendship. And I fear that SAO fans regularly hate that shit, given that they want Kirito and his harem every season, I guess. I don't know. I don't get it. But, no, this was fun. Like, I I don't even have, like, a character that's my least favorite. I respect all of them. I respect that Peter Hui is, like, on that freak shit, but, like... Len loves it. Um, in GGO, Karen's character is named Len, and she's just a little pink guy, and is just <laughs> running around. <laughs> I'm, that, I'm that's sorry. What she is? Yeah. I'm sorry. When I when I said that out loud, I just immediately imagined Len as a pink amugus and still just running at that <laughs> speed. Well, there's a yeah, a fall guy. Like a bean. Yeah. yeah. Like a um, There's I'm also specifically that. <laughs> thinking of like a crewmate running at that breakneck speed and snapping <laughs> your neck. That sounds good. That's yeah. basically what she is anyway. That's so. basically yeah, what yeah. she is, yeah. yeah but, she's um, an among us. She <laughs> basically. <laughs> and she loves her P ninety, uh, which she affectionately calls PS on which talks to her. Sometimes. Unclear. Un- Unclear. You know, uh, I I love that this is a post-Sword Art Online reality where we just kind of accept that people that are a part of these full-dive games, full-on VR games, are kind of already kind of batshit. That's just the state of where they're at. And going forward, we'll see how it goes. It's like, you know, you see the shit that goes down in hypnospace and you decide, well, we can do it better. (laughs) <laughs> and that's sort of the way that the sequels look like for that, but no, like it it chooses not to take itself too seriously. And I like that every single mention of the words sword art online are either before or after some variation of just pure trash talking it. That one episode is literally called SAO Loser. <laughs> well, like like Len says at one point. Sao is Kusoge, right? Like it's true. Like, it, it, <laughs> yeah. like it's probably like at that stage, it has to be the worst game ever made, right? Like it killed people. And then fucking Pito's like, "Don't you fucking say that!" And then gets her shit rocked. It's really good. It's so fucking good. Oh my god. Yeah, I think the ending to this is definitely the strongest point of it. Um, mm-hmm. John, you were Wait, laughing you just, your ass off. Please talk yeah, to me yeah, about John, this ending. Yeah, go ahead. <sighs> Listen. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm 
my feeling on um of um my feelings on uh 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 Gun Gale is that I want to put it in the same like folder mentally as uh Mad Bull Thirty Four in that I don't I cannot in good conscience recommend it to anybody. And I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as Mad Bull. Don't get it twisted. But, like, it's it's got some objectionable shit in it. So I can't just, like, go around and be like, oh, it's great, go watch it. But, like, if I know that you're that you're down for this kind of thing, I'm like, yeah, you should go check this out. This is fucking crazy. Because, um, yeah, it's just, like, the, the last, like, maybe, like, not, 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 like, the, the, the last episode is just banger after banger after banger. There are so many scenes of just, like, little things getting put into place and then getting used. Like, I remember when they showed that her uh, friend had, like, a knife uh, holding up her hair, like, a hair tie. I was like, oh, that's really funny. And then at the end of the show, it's used to, like, cut her binds. Like, <laughs> it's so good. And yeah. Len Wait, is it her vines or is it her hands? It's no, her no, hands. No. Well, well, okay. Well, well it's her well, binds to, to cut her hands. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. And then, she, oh. yeah, and then she uses the knife to cut off Len's hands because Toei's got her, like, holding her. And then Len just kills her by fucking chewing off her, out her fucking, uh, her, uh, whatchamacallit? Jugular. Jugular, yeah. Like, holy shit. It's so good. <laughs> There's so many it just rules. There's so many moments like like that that are hilarious. Like there's another like second where Len like tries to throw a knife in her in her at her face and she just catches it with her teeth. And like it just keeps going without even like making a big deal out of it. <laughs> and she just catches a knife with her teeth. That's what gaming is all about. That is what gaming is all about. Like, this game, this show is just, like, like, it really just feels like, like, the last episode is just, like, two people doing this dumb RP where they're just like, no, actually, I had a gun and it, but no, my gun exploded because it doesn't work for you because it's my gun. Oh, but I caught your knife with my teeth. Oh, but then I get my hands cut off and I kill you. Like, it just feels like, you know, it's like someone's just going to be like, oh, yeah, well, it's a hologram, like, any second, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's, it's very, very funny. It's very fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's dumb as all hell. Uh, you know, it, it's the kind of thing, you know, I, I mentioned, I, I don't know if I mentioned it on here, but, like, there, there are so many things in media that make me go, Oh, this is dub as fuck. This is so stupid. And when I say that, I mean that so endearingly. Like, that is how I felt mm-hmm. about a good portion of this show, is just that I was just sitting there like, this is so fucking stupid. I love it so much. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, like, the strong point of it, is it It just... When it is doing... When it is, like... When it is at a pace, it is, like, insanely good at just keep going and just being junk food, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it is just, like... Like, oh, man. Like, I guess if I liked esports, I imagine this is what watching esports would be like. Probably, yeah. Like, you just get to watch two gay women go at it, I guess. I don't know what's happening. Um... But yeah, so for me, I I liked this series overall. Um, 
I think like if there's one problem with it, it's that it's sword art online. Um, yes, like, absolutely. and not even just from like the like, oh, it has all this bat, like all this like story stuff you have to know because it's not that at all. It's just the insane way that the Sword Art Online author made the Sword Art Online world, like with the randomly generated avatars, with the like full dive everything, with the like Sword Art Online existing and killing people, but people are still using like stuff. It's like insane. Um, but like it's still good like if even despite that it still accomplishes things like i think like the core notion of the early stuff of like why she's len is like she has dysmorphia problems right like that's just like that's a normal thing that i think a lot of people have to deal with and i think like specifically online games being her coping mechanism for that is like really accurate to what a lot of people do Mm -hmm. um and like i think that it accidentally does a really good job of that stuff overall just with the characters that happen to be involved with everything like pito and um m Mm -hmm. uh but then like i think like the other problem is that i had was just how like Every, all of the main cast are these, like, fleshed out, like, specifically colored, like, unique individuals with specific gimmicks. And then everyone else is just, like, army guy, Call of Duty man. Mm-hmm. You got the machine um, gun lovers. The yeah, lovers like, the, the machine gun lovers are really good. But it's just, like, other than, like, the people who killed them at the end, the fucking Terminator role players, which is real shit, like, to be honest. <laughs> um, it's just, like, it's so weird that, like they can't imagine like and this has been a problem with the other sort of online work too as well like it's this weird thing where it's like oh most people who play online games love to role play as like like you said very like shopkeepers and weird shit like that and it's just like i don't know i never see that like it's just like a ton of dudes who just look the same um when i think like and I also, like, I think, like, the it's insane that, like, all of the girls say, like, wow, there aren't many girls playing Gun Gale Online when, like, in Sword Art Online universe, every character who plays Gun Gale Online is a girl. <laughs> oh. Like, Sh- Shinon in part two or whatever. Kirito becomes a girl <laughs> in Gun Gale. Like, it's just, it's very strange to have that angle of it. Um, but I, th- I think, like, like, yeah, like, the thing that about like Len specifically being fast is like such a funny gimmick to have. Like she's the only one who's like knows about this thing, which is such a common thing in like anime in general. Um, I would love to see more characters. Like I would love to see them having to deal with another player who is doing stupid exploits like them. Because like the idea that like any of the other players would like get mad that they're using body like corpses and shields is like really weird. Yeah, because it's like gamers like are insane. That, like that's yeah, just, just what you like do in every, the game. Yeah, like everyone would use that because it's a valid tactic. Like, what's going on? Yeah. The other thing I liked about that actually that, that is related to uh, Sword Art Online is that when they say that Pito's using a nerve gear, which is what they used in Sword Art Online, so that she can feel the pain in real life of her fucking PUBG game, which is like real hot girl shit. Uh great respect um i had a lot of fun with this one um lv what sorry no yeah no no go ahead 
fucking attaches a taser to yourself whenever you lose in the TF2 server. <laughs> That's what she did. Uh, uh, LV, what did you think of all this? Yeah, I, I don't have much like to add beyond the points that have already been said, but this is a deeply, deeply unhinged show. Uh, <laughs> yet, um, yeah, I think it perfectly encapsulates... Well, not quite perfectly, but it mostly encapsulates uh, well the the video game experience of people just going sicko mode. Yeah, for no, re- like just absolutely like, and <laughs> she did and not it's have fun. to do it's that. It's fun. It's it's a very yeah. I think it's a it's another good example of like here's a video like here's just a a a, a thing about a video game, and it, I think it conveys that feeling and experiences of, like, things, like, dialing up for no reason well, and just, like, all the strange people you're gonna meet online, um, but I agree with where, like, where, where it kind of falters is it has to, and unfortunately does falter back to the fact that this is somehow in the sort of online universe, and you can just see that and feel that, where it's like, oh, you know, like, in a lot of ways, where if, if I, I don't think it, if it was bound by that, it could, it just could totally be its own, like, especially with how, like, you know, like you were saying, the weird continuity stuff where it's like, well, no girls play games. and But then it's like, okay, we're following, like, female protagonists here. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And I I, I agree, too. I think, like, Len's character was, I think, the most um, well-developed for this, 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 this set of episodes where it's very clear what her motives are it's it's very you know it's it's something that's very much an issue that you know resonates with a lot of people but at the same time it doesn't go the far up deep end of like she's an orphan yeah right she almost died in it you know like like insane like like she has terminal illness you know like like, which is which also is that's a recurring like annoying trope like someone you know, someone has a disability or is, like, handicapped and, like, they have to escape to games because th- that is the only way they can live the life they want to have that they don't have. You know, it's like, oh, my God. Um, in this case, like, yeah, she very much has, like, yeah, like a, like an issue that, that in a lot of ways can be debilitating, like, awful. But, like, it's not to the extent of, like the stuff I describe, where it's just making yeah. assumptions about it's, why people play video games, where some people are, like, again, escapism is a unifying thing as to, like, why all of us play games and all that, but not to the extent of, like, I have a serious trauma, I can't be a real person, unless, yeah. you know, like, all the all those things of, like, which is, you know, and, and, and in a way, like, how they, how in, in the series script itself, them poking fun at, like, people are fucking dying in Sword Art Online, like, why are people supposed, you know, like, why are people, you know, um, that, that to me was just, I think a very good jab at it. Like the aspect of like, it's the gaming is way too serious and this doesn't take it too seriously. Um, I think in a way that's like my one criticism of the series with its characters. Like, again, I, I think Len was, is the strongest character. Petulia is like strange in that she is off her shits. She is a crazy bitch and that's awesome. But like. It is very much at odds with how everyone else, like, you know, like her, especially when you understand, like, what's going on with her. Like, why is she the way she, you know, it's like, whoa, okay, that's, uh, (laughs) that's a lot. That's a lot. And like, like you said, too, there's like other characters in the series where they just don't have that much development. And then she's like off the deep end of like having all these, this, this insane like complex and her weird relationship with M too is just like, this is, this doesn't compare at all to like Len's situation and everyone else who is just underdeveloped. Cause again, they're kind of like weird faceless military guys, right? Um, 
So I don't know. Maybe also because it's like it's the issue of like they couldn't really just explore that further, and they they kind of don't have to. But um, it kind of sticks out, right? It sticks out to me for a series that in a lot of ways is funny in both an intentional and unintentional way, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh my god, oh my god, am I supposed to like laugh at this little bit loser? But you know, it was just it was just like it was just very in your face, right? Um, so that to me was like kind of like my only personal issue with it. Or like it, it felt like it felt like a little odd, like it's sticking out compared to like how I felt like the rest of the series wasn't taking itself so seriously, um, and that was like a little low. Um, but yeah, overall, like just just more things need to stop taking itself so seriously. I think that's the problem too with like something like Story Hour Line where it's just been so far up its own ass that it has to unfortunately commit to kind of keep going with what it's doing. Um, that's a shame there's like, I don't know, maybe there are, like maybe someone else is more familiar with it, but like, I, I don't, like, are there other alternative series, quote unquote, like, like this that try to take that different approach like here the same concept and do other things like i mean has there been what there's soul eater not right oh okay yeah like that's all i can think of I, unless you just meant specifically sword art online in which case there uh, is specifically sword art online there's yeah. progressive they're making which is oh yeah, yeah. Like okay oh yeah 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 that was whatever. yeah that was teased a while ago um, oh and then they're gonna make no. alternative yeah. and then shoegaze and then grunge yeah gonna <laughs> <make those laughs> yeah they're they're gonna they're they're gonna do ska at some point, which I think will be a. <laughs> um, I will say that I think like they don't really needed. I, I don't think they needed to explore Pito that much, really, because mm-hmm. sometimes there's just a bitch like that, you know. There like, is, sometimes yeah. Sometimes there's just and maybe like and maybe that's that. actually the real problem. They had to explain it. And like yeah, if, if they didn't, okay. it wouldn't be like, oh, okay, she's just cr- she's just nuts. She is just off her shits. Um, and the fact that they did by like saying like, yeah, she has like this weird like baggage. Like you know, it's just like you know, not to go too much detail. I don't need to, but like, it's just like too. They probably didn't need to. That's probably what it is. <laughs> well, they have to tie it to Sword Art Online, right? They yeah, yeah, and there. Sword I think Art that goes online. back to the core problem. Yeah. Like, oh, we gotta make all these. Yeah. When you get down to it, it's just death games are stupid. <laughs> Don't do it. And that's what th- that's what the prevailing message at the end was, right? Like it's just like it's a fucking game. Just fuck around, man. It's a multiplayer mm-hmm. shooter. Who cares? Yeah, like chill out. Yeah. I have to say, t- t- one last note is that the game balance of this game is fucking insane. Like, I, just, like everything <laughs> it about no it is <laughs> so. Like you use real money. It's implied that you're yes. using real money for everything. Because right. she offers to buy her friend a gun, and then right. her friend goes, no, you need to save that for when you take me to a concert. And it's like, what? Like, that's insane on its own. But you buy guns from, like, players? Uh, players who are managing, like, UI shops? Like, I don't... <laughs> uh, but also, like, there's PvE, where you go kill giant monsters, but also, like, what? Like... The whole world is RuneScape Wilderness? I don't... <laughs> like, I don't know what, what... I don't know what this game is! I didn't know what it was when they did it for Kirito's story, and I don't know what it is now. You can choose to have sight lines and just, like, have the fucking gun guide you. Or, if you are in a profession that lets you already handle a firearm, you don't need those because you can just visualize the shoot. Because that apparently yeah. that's like Gun Gale's fan base, either completely unrelated people that play this, 
or just full-on, like, weapons fanatics. To be fair, that's most shooters. And uh, also, that can like, be, yeah, but it's, uh, it's, just, it's very... But no, I get to, you, yeah. We got the gymnastics team squaring up against the uh, 99th Precinct, and they're wiping the Precinct's ass. Which, pog, but also, what? <laughs> and then that's in, like another Sword Art Online holdover, right? Because the whole thing is like, oh, if you're good in this or whatever, you're good in Sword Art Online fake world or whatever at doing it. Um, and it's just like, eh. eh. Weird holdovers are like what hold this back from being goaded. I think it's already goaded in a different sense, but you know, like yeah. it could have been like consistently really, really good if it wasn't tied to the insanity of Sword Art Online. The end stuff with M kind of rubbed me weird. Yeah, that yeah. stuff too. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. That like, was yeah. like there was, was an like, what? there was an unnecessary <laughs> it was an unnecessary wrinkle, right? Like it was just like it could have just been where it's like you could have just had this man be a freak, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought the same thing. Yeah, I had completely. Yeah, it, it connects it my back mind. to like. Yeah, like again, it connects back to like Patui, where it's like she can be just weird and not have this like <laughs> you know go back to say what I'm saying like Len Len yeah Len's problems are not like they're mundane down by, like uh, yeah. yeah like insane ba- like it's just like I just want to play a game I just want to be a person that looks different from who I am you know mo- and then these yeah. two fuckers have like some fucked up relationship going on and they probably should both be in jail I don't know like, yeah I, well you like, know what is going on. <laughs> That that bit towards the end where Len becomes a homosexual homophobic. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Being seen, I'm sure someone out there is. So that was that whole ending bit was really good. Just the final scene. I'm all the way behind it, like obviously. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. I just love I love M's like, yeah, by the way, she fucking she's a monster. She's a, she's a, she's a monster. Get away from her. Uh, all right. Do we have anything else to say about Gun Gale? I got a bunch of questions and comments and all, all that. All right. Pe- Go for it, Kate. Oh, okay. People are stoked here. All right. So if you want to send in a question or a comment, you can go to videogamechoochoo.humba.com slash ask, and we'll read it on here. We have both a question and a comment from uh, Century Punk. Um probably hope that you that you moved in with robin so now you could be like you could just like call from the other room robin post a fucking question (laughs) (laughs) well usually she doesn't want she at work but yeah oh okay (laughs) all right well first off here's her comment as gremlin gamer girls are becoming more popular than ever it's nice to see an anime that remembers that gamer girls are people too just like the rest of us (laughs) they have body image issues and pent-up bloodlust to release a lot of the show is just a PUBG match, but even when the game logic makes no sense, the action is fun. I just wish there was a little bit more slice of life stuff, but the killer ending makes up for all the minor flaws. I agree. I think like they needed more like not even just like with like the main cast cuz obviously there's the whole like oh we meet at the end or whatever mm-hmm. bit going, but like mm-hmm. with the the little girls, right? Like the little like squad yeah. of oomphies, like they should have had Yeah. Them, like, <laughs> I love <out>. the oomphies. <laughs> yeah. Like I wanted to see more of their struggles. I wanted to, to yeah. learn about why they like how they how far they've come together. They just kind of were thrown in and it's like, "Oh, we need assistance. We need allies." And then like, "Oh, okay." But there was that huge gap between when she first met them and got and then like they're showing up to like, you know, 
to their battle stations at then. It's like, oh, well, then what happened in between that, like, influenced that, you know, <laughs> pivot, right? I agree. It's very good, is the thing. And yeah, I would absolutely just like to see them interacting because it's very funny. So, question then. What trend in games do you want to see uh, purely for how it would influence anime writers who don't understand what games are actually like? So I guess, like, what 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 game concept would you want to see uh, poorly handled by anime writers? <laughs> well, I think... Hmm... I don't know, like, I'm trying to think, like, what would, what would be good to be insane? What would be good to be insane? Like, I feel like they are, like, every other game, like, anime based on games has assumed that we live in, like, a live service environment for, like, the last, like, 15 years. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. they're always talking about, like, tomorrow's patch and stuff like that. Um, That, I, I don't know, the battle pass? The they should talk pass. about the battle pass. On Yo, an anime. go to a battle pass, Deska. <laughs> Just imagine like a girl getting pissed that she can't finish the battle pass because she's getting killed or something. That's real shit. I was gonna am say, I, I do, feel like. So do I have time already, to finish oh, the battle pass, or am I gonna go out with senpai? You know that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Anime's kind of already bad at it, like. The latest Shikamori had a goddamn Wii Sports reference in it. <laughs> yeah, like, what year is it? Well, hey, you know what? Time's a circle. You know what's coming out next week? Is it really? Yeah, Wii Sports 2. 3. Damn, bottom four. sports? Oh, four. look at that. <laughs> I was thinking a lot, too, about, yeah. like, the lack of, um, the lack of emphasis when it comes to just a character's just, just kind of like the characters lovingly not process. So, so, like you know, when you think of like you know, when again, if if we're gonna like series like Sword Art specifically, where it's like I, I am the Avatar, I'm coming in. The, they are just them as a person, but then that we don't really see enough of that exploration of like how do they physically change? You know, how do they like that? Be like how they physically change? Like all the boring technical shit with the numbers, they don't ever do it. Like lo- like you know, Log Horizon actually does it, and Spider Isekai actually does that. Um, but we don't see enough of it. We don't see enough of, like, the most boring stuff, you know, ever, like, described in regards to, like, just, like, an online game, right? Um, also, in a way, I kind of would love to see more of the, just exploring the aspect, kind of, like, what's the word? Like, the culture around games too like the culture around again like i'm thinking again of online games too specifically but we don't i don't think we've seen we, we're not we haven't I, you know because we're in that moment right now we're in that moment we're streaming and like engage like you know like audience engagement with the streamer impacting the game we don't see that stuff yet like are we gonna reach a point now where we're gonna see something about like a streamer and like how they're on, you know, there there were actually were several horror movies already in the U.S. Like really horrible horror movies, like exploring that aspect. Where like, dude, I think it was, I think there was one that was literally called Fan, like Fangirl. I don't remember. Yes. It was insane. Like, 
it, like, are we going to see an anime explore that aspect of, like, oh my god, <laughs> this person's, like, Twitch followers, like, killed them by accident, and now they're stuck in the game. So, like, I, I don't know, just something to that extent. But yeah, something, like, around uh-huh. culture around games and community around games, I think, is something that I'm curious to see anime handle awfully like and like miss especially especially since like right it's different across different countries like i, I actually am not that familiar with, you know besides vtubers unfortunately i actually truly do not know i truly do not know what like streaming culture is like in japan like i actually have it's no idea okay yeah but like yeah something to that effect like that would I've- be interesting I think I need to see a VTuber anime where they have the, the main character go, oh, no, I got a copyright strike, and they have to <laughs> Yeah, the, that. the like, Twitch, yeah, the stream, like, like muting their music, yeah, like, shit. <laughs> yeah, just, like, real shit. That's what I want to see. I want to see that. I want to see an actual <laughs> dissection of, like, what it means to be a VTuber, because so many VTubers, like, in Hololive and stuff like that are, like, disabled women, right? Like, mm-hmm, who can mm-hmm. just, that's the best way for them to work. So, like, mm-hmm. having it actually explore that instead of what I know the VTuber anime that will come out first will be where it's just a normal woman being like woohoo i'm a vtuber or whatever (laughs) i think i think a vtuber anime would be really (laughs) hellish I mean, are, are, are there not ones in production right now? Are there not? There's got to be, right? I just well, don't but not around games. Them. It's just them hanging I, out. I crack whatever, my right? knuckles as I discuss the uh, VTuber news. There is Hololive Alternative, <laughs> which okay. is all oh, right that it was announced. <laughs> which is not actually. Hey, here's the VTuber anime. Instead, here is like anime based on the quote-unquote lore of each character. I respect it. Yeah. Uh, there is no just straight... There is not yet any straight up, uh, oh, my name is so-and-so, and I my VTuber is so-and-so. Here's the shit I gotta put up with. Or, or the closest thing we have is that uh, my dad is the number one VTuber manga. That shit is insane, by the way. Just letting you know. Oh, I... I believe it. I read a good one that was about a house of VTubers that was really interesting. Yeah. Don't remember what it was called. Oh, okay. But it was just like, yeah, it was just like, oh, whatever. They moved in, and then everyone there is a VTuber because they're like, we we all go in here because it has good internet. So it's like the TikTok house of VTubers. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Very scary. All right, so here we go. Uh, Wheel sent in a question and asked. Every squad jam got the Len, M, Pitohi, and Fukajiro. Which one are you? All right, so since there's four of them and four of us, I guess we have to... Uh, <laughs> we have to kin each of them here. We have All to. All right, Rose, are you a Len or are you a Pitohui? <sighs> Pito. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Well, you get you get the fucking photon sword at the end. Nah, I a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I would use the energy sword from Halo in a shooter, <laughs> like no matter what. That's what I would do. Yeah, her just having a fucking lightsaber. I just started like yelling. At, oh my when god! When she then, then s- cranks it, <laughs> and it just becomes a Darth Maul lightsaber. Oh my god! Yeah, and she kills. That was really slowly good. approaching the dude as he's like. <laughs> No, so you can't good. get away with that. 
That, that whole sequence was insanely good. That, that whole, like, bit. Oh, man. The, the, my really man, uh, they just went, hey, remember that scene in Austin Powers where fucking Mike McDonald is just yelling at Austin to stop? <laughs> uh, so good. Holy shit. I don't know who I would be. Hmm. Because it's like... Mm. Basically, do I want to be the scout, do I want to be the demo man, or do I want to be the heavy? <laughs> That's what I was thinking, because I was like... I feel like you have the calculated approach to a situation of a an M. Or I guess the sniper. You know? No, M's more of the sniper, yeah. Yeah, I think you, you have like the, 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 the focused look at it. Yeah, but I'm also just dog shit with snipers. I never... Yeah. I never pick up a sniper. Hmm. I guess out of, like, use case, I find myself more in the role of a Len. I'm trying to think who I, like, mained the most in, like, Gundam Evolution right now. Because <laughs> I feel like I got fairly decent with, like, Sazabi and the RX-78. And I feel like that just, that feels more like a Len approach. All right. Obi, how about you? God, I I am feeling Fuga Zero and slash Mew. Uh, I was going to say that. I really even but... like literally her actual real person, like her real person. She's <laughs> like no, like how she how she like plays this other game like what was the the the, the, the elf yeah like i'm like damn okay yeah uh <laughs> and she's like oh yeah i played this for the aesthetic like you know okay okay um and then she learns to be a freak too like what everyone else it's it's extremely funny no yeah i i, I feel it. it's been a, yeah it's been a while like i also do have like <laughs> the last game of like equivalent is the gundam game too we, we vote you know the beta test for it uh and i can't really reference anything i played well with that but um yeah I, I, that's what I, I feel like who I, who I resonate with personally <laughs> i was trying to think honestly too and yeah i also don't really play snipers um i myself don't find myself good in them like like thinking hard on it um but i do enjoy playing tanks so it's it's also that's also a tricky one but yeah um I was I if you hadn't said it I was going to say that that was you anyway because it's uh-huh. really that is the vibes just <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess since since he's the last one, I guess I would be M. I mean, I, d- I do enjoy being backup for folks. I would love to be a scout. You know, like, not the scout, but a scout. That's, that yeah. seems fun. Yeah. <laughs> Again, not the yeah, scout. Yeah. Not, the not scout. everybody can be Jerma. It's hard. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult. Last question here and i mean these are all the questions we got so you got again people are stoked about gun gale you know i think we did a good job doing this one uh barrel nor asks if you played gun gale would you revel in the bloody carnage of murdering fellow players what weapon slash method would you use to do so and if you didn't if you don't want to hunt and maim other players then why are you such a stick in the mud Dog, no, I'd get murked on sight. Like, I am... <laughs> like, the only reason I was any good at Fortnite pre, like, um... Pre-nerfing the crack was, um... The, the crack being building, because all the builders are on crack. Anyway, 
only reason I was good is because I, like, staked out and just actively avoided conflict until, like, 50 rank. <laughs> this this seems like a type of game, as I think, Rose, you mentioned, like, the design of it, like, makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> and inherently, really I feel like if you're not de- there in the first phase of this game... That's it. You're screwed over. You're you are a new player. Good luck. Everyone else yeah. is like experienced and ranked up. It's like so imbalanced. At some point, I'm just gonna be like, listen, I'm gonna be the scumbag person who is like gold farming or whatever the equivalent is in this game, and and just ripping people off, selling shit. Like that has to. That's the only way. You just. I don't think I will survive in this game. Not because I'm not trying, but I'm just not good enough at the point I will play this game. <laughs> also, wait, I just realized, like, does PUBG have, like, a s- closing circle structure to it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. This game doesn't have that at all. What the fuck? I I thought that was insane. Like, that was the thing so that they was somehow, Yeah, in. they somehow, like, keep finding each other. Yeah, it's just... Dude, well, they have the pinging. They camp out at the corner of the map the entire fucking time. <laughs> and make them come to you, yeah. this Again, bad game design. Just bad. Yeah. Um, I also think, LV, like, honestly, as imbalanced as this game is and you think everyone else would be way better, I think everyone in this game is, like, insanely incompetent at playing it, it seems like. <laughs> so I think you'd be fine. Like, it's uh, just like, <laughs> like, you just go in and everyone's like, huh, what? I don't know. Like, whoa, you can use a <laughs> body fair. as a I, shield. I think, yeah, it's one of those things where I think there's, like, a balance of enough people that are are unnecessarily freaks about it. And as a result, that has created, like, a cesspool of, like, the average person who's just like confused, but somehow they get by because the the more um, the more honed in players are focusing only on each other and not everyone else. So maybe there yeah. is like an advantage to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be a ranked man- matching. So like, no, not I, at all. <laughs> it's just <laughs> no skill based MMR. No, absolutely um, not. <laughs> no, I see. That's the thing I was thinking. It was thinking like. In a game like this, I would 100% do the, like, squad jams and bullet of the oh, yeah. bullets or whatever. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah. I've always been a ranked PvP murder person who right. goes crazy for murdering people in the PvP ranked mode. But if it's, like, overworld shit, like they're doing at the end, no yeah. way, man. I would never do that stuff. That's, like, sicko stuff. You have to be a real sick person to do stuff like that. You know, like, the RuneScape people who are like, oh, come out, come out here, let me... Let me give you a present out here. You know. <laughs> what about you, John? Uh, I mean, I'm not really a PvP person. Like, I, I mean, and I'm not an MMO person at all. So, like, I, I, I my answer is I probably wouldn't be playing Gungale at all. But I guess if I was, I would kind of just like to do PVE stuff. That would be my thing, and not, not really for like a moral reason. I would just be like, I don't know, I just like fighting the monsters. I just like getting gear. I like to go buy stuff. I don't want to fight people. They're too good at this shit. The other reality is that I don't RP, so it's just like... Yeah, that too. (laughs) They'd be like, why did you do this? I'm like, bro, you got a family. Calm down. I would just end up being like an insensitive troll in the case of like, literally go touch grass. Wow. (laughs) I have to are watch you, my you, back. You're gonna have voice chat on. You're just gonna like. <laughs> I 
I'm going to be talking about like the evil blood sword killing people, and Mara's going to be like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> I'll be like, "Cool." <laughs> go watch anime. <laughs> I got work tomorrow. What are y'all doing? <laughs> uh, all right. Is that it, uh, John, for questions? That is it. All right. Thank you to everyone for sending those in. Whew. Um, all right, Maverick. I really want to get get this going again because you uh, last week you had your or last episode rather you had your giant list of all of the episodes of anime that you had watched in the new season, and we only got to a couple of them. So I was wondering if you'd like to discuss a little bit more. Yeah, I totally can. I'm curious. What are people interested to hear about most? Because there's definitely things that, like. I, I want to tackle the stuff that people are curious about that they haven't dipped their toes in yet. Hmm. Let me take a look at your list here. Because after the last episode, we do have a few things that at least a few of us have started to, like, get into. So if I can just fill those other gaps, I'd be interested. Ooh, okay. Love After World Domination is another contender of, like, solid, enjoyable mid, where... The whole mm-hmm. premise is literally the uh, the leader of a Sentai uh, squad. It falls in love with a leader of the opposing like uh, baddie forces, and is like, "Hey, do you want to be my girlfriend?" And she's like, "What?" And he's like, "Nah, I'm serious." And she's like, "All right, I mean, you're cute." Didn't really think this was going to go my way, because job and all. And it's basically just going to be a whole season of, how do we keep these two dipshits still connected with each other without getting it, like, in the business of everybody else? And it's very fun so far. I'm glad that it's got just pure chaotic energy in a way that's really, really fun. The designs are... Solid for the most part. Opie is super fun. And the ending's cute because it's like, ah, you're a villain, but you're also like a cutie. Flaunt it. Show it off. These these motherfuckers are too built to be in high school, I'll say. Like, I'm asking character designers to just accept... uh, And, you know, one part, I realize, yeah, it's a Sentai show, it's tokusatsu, part of the joke half the time is like, oh, these are literal 20-year-olds playing the role of a high schooler. I get it. But if you're also going to build this as, like, partially an edgy series, it's like, buddy, I need you to pump those brakes. It's just, like, so weird to me that there's just, like, uh, like, like, why does it always have to be 18 or 17 or whatever? Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, What's wrong with just 21-year-old protagonists, even? I would like older, but, you know. Yeah. I would take that over it. <laughs> no, definitely. But that being said, it's it's just stupid fun. Like, uh, the most recent episode was the uh, Red Ranger just going like, Alright, uh, I know that you're getting tired of us just hanging out whenever we have downtime in our big like uh, team fights. Do you want to go on a date? And she's like, yeah, let's go on a date. That sounds like a lot of fun. And he's like, all right. How do I actually go and 
set up a date. Because this is a dude, like, homie is certified, like, himbo status. Boy bimbo status, even. <laughs> like, wow. dumb as bricks, only thinks about lifting. And he's just fully on it. So he asks the Yellow Ranger of the group, like, hey, you're a girl. How, like, hypothetically, if I were on a date, what would I do? And her, being 19 and, like, a beer in, is like, Nah, just fuck it. If you do whatever you want, it's fine. It's It'll be a nice setup. to Fuck it. And so he's like, wow, perfect. Cut to a whole afternoon where he's just in, like, his training gear. Literally just tank top shorts and leggings. And she's in, like, a nice little outfit. And he's like, alright, we're gonna go to the gym. And they just lift for a whole date. And he's like, wow, that was great. Now we're going to go ahead and go on a whole jog. Can you run in those heels? Fuck it, you can because you're a villain. And then, wow, perfect. Uh, let's have some lunch. I packed all these protein bars. And then gets a call from the Yellow Ranger like, Oh, dude, did you like take what I said to heart seriously? No, 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 no. Here's what you're supposed to do. And he's just like, oh, I fucked up. I fucked up bad. But then it turns out, like, no... She's fine with it because she just likes spending time with him outside of work. And it's fun. It's cute. There was a really good just, like, gag in the other most recent episode where he is like, I haven't seen you in two weeks. I'm going to go over to your base. And she just has to hide him. Like, from everyone that's, like, reporting into her and shit. Where it's like, eh, some of, like, the sex comedy stuff, but nothing, like, too... Like, ridiculous. Yeah, because that was going to be my question, was with it trying to be an etchy series of sorts, how severe it was. But I I take it based on the fact that you didn't acknowledge any parts of it being particularly bad, that it's just, like, pretty standard fair stuff. Yeah, no, it's, like, it's etching the fact that you decide to make a villain in lingerie for, like, most of their appearance, but... I don't know, you still at least have enough comedic timing to, like, actually provide other jokes, which is appreciated. So, it's not bad. Alright. Um, actually, this is a good way to, um, build into a a co-op discussion, as it were. Uh, do you all want to talk about Healer Girl? Because I've heard some things about Healer Girl. <laughs> um, sure, yeah. Um, I can, I can, st- I can start it off. Healer Girl is a musical anime. It is a musical anime. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> about um, you know, taking place in this world where um, uh. There, there is a particular study in medicine where music and singing can help someone, but nonetheless, immediately from the get-go, that it, that doesn't replace like legitimate medical and science, you know. But it, you know, but it is clear in this world that this stuff works. Like there, there's something um, innate to uh, singing, you know, just just pure raw singing that can help like make someone feel healing good, right? Like it can help heal someone. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, you know, like, you know, to mitigate pain, to help, like, 
uh, mitigates stress. So so far, at least from the episodes we've both seen so far, I think we, we I haven't seen anything insanely like you know just delirious. Like someone broke a bone, you know. Like again, it's been very clear with each problem they approach, the person ends up having to go to an actual hospital anyway. And then like it very much is just about. Um, improving mental health and psychological help in a lot of ways. Um, It focuses on um, these three young girls who are basically like healers and training. Um, And it seems like, yeah, it seems like the structure really takes a lot of notes from when it comes to like shrine maidens and like certain, you know, like medicinal like uh, cultures and groups where like, because all of them are seem to be like, all of them are girls right now. So I think, I think it's like taking a lot of notes from like certain things like that. Um, that do exist in our in our reality when it comes to like you know like you know people who like do shaman work or witch doctor you know like you know tri- what is categorized as tribalistic medicine or like you know like uh, are more um, traditional ways of medicine where it tends to be like a lot of women like women healers so that's very interesting to me but I'm probably thinking of it too deeply but I just noticed that uh, <laughs> but nonetheless. Um, yeah, it's focusing on these three girls who are, like, yeah, up-and-coming healers. And they, they do get their certification. And, like, as of the recent episode, they're really upping the end of, like, we're singing all the time. We're just we're just singing it out, like, like oh, gosh, wow, okay. Um, uh, their personalities don't really stand out to me. I'm, I'm, I am more so impressed by the concept of it where, like... Yeah, like I said, this is a musical. They are, they are, they are belting out. They, they've had to write original music for every episode where they're singing dialogue. Like there's, there's moments of singing dialogue, and there's moments of like this is a song. These are like, there's like, like at least maybe two solid one minute one songs per episode. So it's not quite an opera where an opera is defined as like there's constant singing, like they're singing dialogue, and and that has happened in one episode where it was like to emphasize like a joke or a point, but like. It's like, huh. Yeah, it's definitely a very original idea, like, in recent years in terms of, like, huh. I, I can't really think of the last time, like, I've seen, like, an anime series, like, commit to a concept like this. Um, but it's, it is, it is a bit insane. It is a bit insane. Like I said, they do acknowledge and, coinc- like, work with, like, actual, like, medicine and, like, music is not just the thing that, like, helps people in this, or you know, um, I wrote a note here, but I wrote a note here saying where they're, they're, at some point there's like one there's one bit to like point out where they're trying to help like a woman and like she's having like pregnancy pains. I don't quite remember. And I wrote here, oh my gosh, they were singing so bad they almost caused her a miscarriage. I'm sorry, that sounds really crazy, but that's what fucking happens. I was like, no, what the fuck? This is episode two. Um, it's insane. Like, what are they? So 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 like I said, so far like. It's just been stuff like, like surface level issues. Again, like I said, pain, mental health, like, you know, but like, are they going to cure someone's depression? Like what's going to, I don't know. I'm very worried. I'm both, I'm both anticipating and very worried about where this series will go. <laughs> but like I said, the core conceit of what's keeping me honest is like, this is very interesting. And I'm very impressed by the fact that they're making these actresses sing every episode. Like, you know, and it's, I, I think that's, I think that's cool. As much as like some of the songs are not good, like at least in my opinion, like they're, they're just rather like, okay, we have to like write all these songs for a serialized series. Like they're not going to be like bops every time, but it, it is, it is impressive. It is impressive nonetheless. But yeah, I, I don't know what the implications are of like what future things they're going to try to heal with singing. But uh, <laughs> it's very cheesy. It's very cheesy. Like from the get go, if you if you get the spiel of like musicals as is, like you have to suspend your disbelief. And here in this case, they're really just pulling the stops of like, yeah, yeah, they're just 
bizarrely Christian imagery too. Like I know it's unintentional, but just when you listen to this opening song, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, this is what I'm sitting through. Um, it's one of those. It's one of those. Yeah. So I can't really say it's a feel good series because, like I said, it's just there are points of it where it's just stress. I'm like, oh my god, are they like, oh okay, they're gonna go there, sure. Um, oh, the most but, recent yeah. episode is off the fucking shits. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what was the issue for that one? I'm, I'm okay with just knowing, personally. Okay, so part of it, too, is, like, I, I do appreciate that when I first read about the series, I was definitely like, oh, man, I can't wait to hear about some weird fucking, like, um, dismissal of both Eastern and Western medicine. But from what, <laughs> it, from what I've seen so far and from what it sounds like, this definitely feels like a... Vocation that in the first episode, the uh, healer that the three girls all like um, study under and like work for part time at her clinic actually was like indisposed because her and her assistant were off at a um, discussion, like off a, like an actual like um, meeting to discuss the actual like effects of vocal harmonics on the human body like mm -hmm. there is enough splattered in that it's like oh no like people have studied this and this is an attempt to actually try and see what's going on and for the most part it's that it, it is smart that they're capping it at healing as a form of like pediatric or like habitual care that makes sense mm -hmm. and i think is a very good way to ground itself for the things that it wants to talk about. In episode four, they at least, you know, dive a little bit deeper where it's like, oh, um, some of the things that people are studying are, you know, what if we had healers singing during surgery so that they can actually help to immediately alleviate stress that a surgeon might feel? We go to the hospital, we see that, like, oh, one of the head surgeons there was also classmates with the um, healer that they all work with. It's kind of gay. It's fine. But then <laughs> we get to the operating room, and it's like, as soon as they fuck... Uh, like, part of it is like, oh, no, like... If you're going to be working in the medical profession, you still need to acclimate yourself to the reality of the human body. She's like, yeah. you're, you're going to see blood. Are you okay with seeing blood? And they're like, yeah, we can try it, so cut to a cute bit where they're watching horror movies and they're like, oh, what the fuck did I watch? And then at the operation, something goes wrong and there's literally just blood spurting. This dude's like, his IV is going <laughs> off the shits. It's all tense as fuck. But then they sing and the doctors are able to de-stress and uh, focus on the surgery again. Like, it, it is... It is an original anime. Like, this is an anime original story and everything. I'm very interested to see how the rest of this is going to go. And as we had mentioned, like, sonically, the sonically the songs are fantastic. Like, I think overall it's a very strong uh, OST. But mm -hmm. when you have to think about music as a practical, like, instrument... Or as a practical tool, the lyricism is the first thing that 
like fails there because it lit literally is like here's a song that I sing so that you can feel calm and relaxed. Here's a song that I sing so that you can feel at a inner peace of mind and you know it makes sense. You know, there probably isn't enough research in world that says no dog like pull up some nightcore and you'll feel fine. It's <laughs> it, it makes sense that it's at a very specific angle with the way that they're presenting it so far. The nightcore comes on I and just... I no longer feel any pain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just glad I I was the genuinely thinking before um my girlfriend had told me that it was a musical anime and that blew me away cuz I was really thinking like how insane it is with the environments of what goes into making a modern anime, like in terms yeah. of like image songs and all this other stuff yeah. that no one had done a musical anime really. Like there's a couple over the years, but nothing like, like it's not like something where you go, Oh yeah, you know, a musical anime, right? Like, right. I mean, review starlight. I know. No, I know. Yeah. But even review starlight itself is more about musicals than being a musical at its core. Yeah. And, it's like, it's just such, it's so strange because you'd think it would be such an easy thing to do. Like, again, like I said, image songs. They're always making image songs for every fucking show. <laughs> like, yep. it's just surprising that they didn't work it into the everything. Right. This is very much um, a show when, when, the act, when the actors have to go in their booth to, like, record what they need. They are they're just singing like it's not it's 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 framed i think it's like you know the production side of things it's like framed in such a way where you're not singing for a single you're actually just singing because that's in the script which i think is interesting um you know i'm trying to think a lot too about like a lot of you know at least you know tv shows from you know both anime and live action in recent years that are musicals and that's it is definitely a different ball game so I, I, yeah like the chat i wonder like I definitely agree. Like, I wonder what the challenges are when it came to making something like this and, like, what was their approach to do so? It probably is no different, but it's definitely, like, unfamiliar territory, I think. Um, what I'm curious about here is is how this anime specifically was made because, like, so many original anime you see are rushed to the end, right? Like, right. And, like, just a work in progress. But, like, I'm wondering, like something like this it has to have been done in advance right like most of it anyway like it, it at least feels like everything like this feels like it has a solid show bible if anything else like mm -hmm. it, it feels that if they had to just do the entire weekly but all, all of the production hell i feel like is at least geared and maintained by a storyboard and at least general concept that someone thought out enough to go this is what i can tell in this amount of episodes and let's run with it mm -hmm. as far as i know the director of the series is um he 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 is he is like part of the he's actually one of the representatives of that um japanese animation creators collective like i don't i think those are the people who like who have been trying to fund dorms for like you know like but he is part of um those related groups when it comes to like I I would I don't want to say the word mobilizing because that's not what's exactly it, but like in terms of like actually building like a mutual support network for animators in Japan, um, so it's it seems very so it seems like there is some sort of like very clear approach when it came to probably 
producing this anime differently. I know there's like an interview with him, but I haven't fully read it. Also um, uh, directed Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, so. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Another classic musical. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, that's really cool. Um, uh-huh. I think, like, as I continue to complain about original anime, I'm at least glad when it's something like this that's at least going to establish something that didn't exist before. Yeah, trying something different. Yeah. Um, and branching out into a field like that. It's good. It's good. Um, John. Hello. What have you been up to? Just the the standbys, the classics, the use. The, the use. Um, you know. Uh, let me see here. I mean, I, yeah, I'm caught up with all this like new stuff that has been coming out. Um, I do want to catch up on some of the like. I need to catch up on Digimon. I need to catch up on Pokemon. I need to catch up on my Mons. You know how it is. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, I've been watching. Spy Family. I've been watching Kaguya. I've been watching Komei. All that shit. That's just it's all been it's all been solid. Um I don't know. Is is there anything that y'all want to talk about out of those 3, I suppose? Cuz um I mean, we completely did not touch Spy Family last time, so That's Yeah, true. we didn't. That's true. All right. Well, then yeah, let's let's talk about that real quick. Um It's fun. It's good. It's really funny. It's adorable. I I really like it. Um, I have my my complaints about it, but it's still overall good. Like my main major gripe, and this is also as someone who has actually read uh, the a bit of the manga too. I, I after after watching this, I was like, I want to see what goes on after this. Not like because, like honestly, I wasn't super. I, I was only a little impatient. But I was just curious based on like where does where's the story going? What what is the actual like conceit behind this whole thing? Where are they gonna take this? And where it is being taken is it's just gonna go with Anya, basically. It is about her going to school, it is about her little adventures and how that ties into what like Lloyd's mission is. And you know you could talk about how that that's a little frustrating because that does the big issue is that it does basically put your out of the system a lot because she's so separate from everything like lloyd's the spy anya's do anya's going to school beca- because of the spy mission and your doesn't have any idea about the mission she's just there to be the mom and like yeah she's got her spot her assassination thing going on and that's like her gimmick but they can't really incorporate that into the story very well. Like I, I, I know it's it's difficult because it's just like yeah, she's got her own thing going on, and like based on the plot, she can't know the truth behind what's going on. But like, hey, she doesn't do shit for a lot of the story, <laughs> and it's a shame because she's cool. And um. I mean, she's not, like, completely useless. Like, she does... She's definitely, like, a part of the plot. And, she, you know, she does stuff. and But she's nowhere near as important as Anya or Lloyd. And that that is a bit of a bummer. But at the same time, I still really enjoy it. Like, Anya's a treat. 
She's very, very funny. She's just like a good kid character. Um, you know, all the the newer characters they introduce uh, as they go are good, but I guess to talk, to just focus on the anime, um, I do think that they have done some additions here and there that are pretty good. I would say, like nice, nice additions to, um, to what's going on. It's it's not like anything crazy major or anything like that. It's just like, you know, here's just a few little things that they're that they're touching up, um, but they they definitely like made the story a bit better and made like the character interactions a bit better and like actually added some some humorous moments, like they they went a little harder on the scene where Anya is like showing Yor around the house, and then. You know, Yor, like, takes, like, a second to unpack everything because, you know, she's a quick assassin and she doesn't have that much stuff anyway because, you know, she's got to live light. Um, and, you know, they actually, they, they bring a little bit more into the whole, like, oh, hey, Yor's got a bunch of, like, fucked up poison weapons and just, like, how Lloyd almost got fucked up by Anya messing around with her stuff, his stuff. Your stuff will just straight up kill Anya immediately. So, you know, there's that sort of thing. Um, it's, it, it, I, I think that they, that they have made those little updates that do breathe some more life into the characters. And I hope that they continue to make those little updates. So that way, you know, Yor has more of a chance to shine and... There's just more for everyone to do, I would say. I would say that's that's a that's a good thing in general. Not to paint too broad of a strokes about my assumptions about Wit Studio, but Wit Studio, in my experience, is very good at the screenwriting portion of the adaptation work, mm -hmm. um, where they do always add a lot of stuff like that that helps like flesh it out. Um, like I think about Magus Bride, I think about. Um, Vinland Saga. Mm -hmm. yeah. The sign language um, for a ranking of kings early on. Yeah. Um, they do really good work in that, which I think th that studio specifically is what made me appreciate the art of the adaptational screenplay in general. Like, mm -hmm. you are transferring something between mediums. What can you do to make it work better? You know? Mm -hmm. um, which is why I'm worried about Chainsaw Man. <laughs> But we'll see. Um, yeah, I, I think it's great that Anya is the main character of this. I didn't know that beforehand. Uh, like, before watching it, um, I had assumed that it was just either, like, a, a tritagonist or um, Lloyd. But um, I think she is such a good character to have. She's, like, insane. She can do the reactions. Um yeah, she's very funny. Yeah, also we just like more animes with like oomphy mainly <laughs> type characters like that are tiny and just funny mm -hmm. are always good. Um, yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised by it because I was expecting it to be very, very, very mediocre. Not mediocre, that sounds extreme, but like, you know, very average. But I think it's... Uh, it is very fun to watch alongside Kaguya every week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same vibe. You know, I've seen a lot of, like, 
art of the of the main characters of Kaguya and the main characters of Spy Family drawn together, and it's just yeah, it's it's got the same vibe to it. It's just like these dumbass hets hanging out and being stupid as hell, but some of them and their insane daughter and yeah and their insane daughter (laughs) (laughs) their insane daughter anya and chica exactly yeah yeah. they even have they both have pink hair exactly my main problem actually i don't like the opening really yeah i can get behind you i'm i think it's fine Uh, but i get i would hope for more of a barn burner. I, I get what Higedon wanted to do with sort of like it, the song's called Mixed Nuts. It's got these um, breakneck jazz lines coming in also with like the main pop aesthetic that uh, official Higedonism is known for. Like it's an eclectic style, but it there are things where it's just like you lean too far into that idea of. Man, jazz is kind of all over the place. I have no idea what's going on. My name's Ryan Gosling. I'm in La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I when the opening played, I was like, "What? That's it?" I know, like, no yeah. kidding. I was like, "This does not fit this show." Like, I, at least what I'm getting from my personal first impressions of the show, I've, I've only seen the first episode so far. Or it's um, like I, would... I like I know like half of the second episode, and I for some reason I have to get back to it. I, I keep getting interrupted, but like, <laughs> uh, I agree. It's just. Oh, okay. It deserves better. If it were just the <laughs> instrumental, I think that would work fine. Oh, if yeah, that would be interesting. They played it more at. It needs to have more of an in between. What I think about mainly is that they wanted to do, Sugar Song and Bitter Step, but they like, got the ratio of everything, kind of off, because there are mm-hmm. little literally moments where I'm like, did you mean for this part? to like be in this part of the song did you misclick when you were putting everything together in your daw and this is literally it's like in the first 30 seconds there's like this random horn line that i'm just like this just sounds bad right you just added this in here at a weird time and it just feels off and then the way that the chorus comes in which is a fine chorus break but it's just like the drum underneath it, the two pieces are actively fighting each other. And it's just a very misguided attempt for like what is supposed to be a very thematic song. The ending, though, whips. And the visual- I was about to say, <laughs> contrasted, yeah. Like the, en- the visuals for the ending are incredible. Visuals for the opening are also fantastic. I love that it's doing a mixed media approach or just like a very like. Um, abstract art style to sort of like again you know it's the Anya show basically so both the opening and ending do reflect things through Anya's point of view because that's more or less also the uh, viewers POV but also yeah the ending you you can't go wrong with again Hoshino song so yeah I completely agree it's quite good yeah I know a lot of people who really, really, really liked the ending. Uh, a couple of people I know were like, wow, that's like my favorite ending ever. Um, I mean, I'm watching yeah, 15 I'm, shows and I can't think of other ones right now. 
Yeah, I was going to say this season in general, like, um, Bookworm has a good ending this time around, I think, which is good because it's had some hit or miss ones in the past. Oh, Kaguya for sure has a fucking... Well, I mean, <laughs> we can exclude the goat, I think. Yeah. Uh, we might as well talk about Kaguya also, I guess, because uh, I watched Kaguya. Um, continues to be good. Yeah, still um, just funny as hell. I'm. I really liked the insane conversation. I liked. I like the consi- whenever Kaguya has consistency between the episodes, like an ongoing plot thread mm. or what have you, like with the uh, karaoke stuff. Uh, I think it always works really, really well because they have a good way of paying off the jokes. Um, like I, I, re- I was, I really liked what it was like. But they were talking about cheating and they were saying the thing about like, yeah, or like, what's wrong with him seeing an, uh, someone else to tutor uh, for tutoring? That's normal and fine. And Kage is like, if another, if your man is ever getting like tutored by another woman, that's cheating. And it just cuts to fucking Shiragane rapping out front in front of the school with Chika. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, God. It's just, it's really good. It's, I think they built up all these characters now to a point where, like, in the first season, watching a bit of it again as a rewatch last year, it's, like, very much the Shiragane and Kaguya show with funny Chika randomness. But I think at the stage we are at now, they've done a really good job of fleshing out every single character that they all just always have a funny bit going on. Yeah, absolutely. I think now we also have, like, a proper new character in Mika. Oh, Mika, yeah. Uh, Mito, or whatever. Yeah, like, uh, fucking uh, Kaguya's second cousin. Oh, her, yeah. Insane. Insane woman. Yeah. Insane woman. (laughs) What an insane woman, yeah. I really liked just, like, did you say, did you really tell her she was cute? How could you do that? It will just go straight to her head and she's going to go insane. And it just cuts to her walking home or whatever, and she's just like, oh, I feel so happy now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, also after her just sort of being like, yeah, I love him so much. That's why I hired a private investigator. I gotta make sure my man is on the level. Uh, I also just appreciate any joke that is the main cast being the end-all, be-all, like, sages on love. And yeah. then the couple just immediately bursting those expectations. Where it's just like, you got her a crappy necklace, dude. She's not going to love that. Oh, I love this. Cut to the both of them vigor, like Among Us makeout level. And that all that was like, fucking insane. And they're all just like, oh shit, what the fuck is this? Like, ugh. If I had to see that, I would be similarly mortified. Like, that, that was haunting. If, ugh. <laughs> yeah, and then the fucking coin I, game at uh, the end. <laughs> yeah, fucking god, the coin game. Every it's just, I'm, I'm just continuously impressed that this show is on season three now, and it's still just like, still fucking going. You know, like it's just, just as good every time, mm-hmm. in a way that like, so much comedy anime like falls off eventually after a point yeah john uh uh, fucking snoopy moment 
Snoopy moment. I laughed what? my ass off. The, the, there's the the part where uh, they like uh, the the second cousin goes away dejected. She is just full on like Snoopy, like like Charlie Brown walking. Oh the, yeah, the Charlie Brown music playing. Yeah, very good. God, I'd forgotten about that. Sicko stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I now realize is the second Peanuts reference that they've done. Because they had a bit in season two where they li- literally just drew Glasses Girl and Rules Freshman. Oh, right. As like Peppermint Patty and uh, Lesbian. <laughs> the gay one. <laughs> well, the other gay one. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me Her not. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, on this lesbian visibility day, let me not do disservice <laughs> to Peppermint Patty. <laughs> um, so LV, I yes. wanted to ask because you, you you had put this down on the uh, listing, I think, last time, but uh, we didn't mm-hmm. get around to it. Tell me about Kotaro Lives Alone and its live yeah. action adaptation. Yeah. I would love to because it's also something I think <laughs> I should. I, I I definitely want to speak about highly, but also will speak with caution um, because I'm sure people have seen this this strange little boy with uh, slit eyes <laughs> in their Netflix thumbnails, and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" Um, it is definitely a strange art style. It's definitely a strange art style, and I wonder I I wonder what the intentions are behind it. But this is a genuinely serious, like pretty grounded, like series about. Um, child neglect um and i i think it like handles it in a very um in a very in a very yeah grounded way like in a way that i think like okay you know like in a way that we like kind of are put in the perspective of like the kid himself and we the audience are kind of like sharing the same you know feelings and emotions as the adults are kind of like around him are processing like what his deal is and realizing oh no okay that was what his situation is um and it does it in such a way where it's not dreary at all it feels very slice of life it feels very much like you know kind of like you know say la vie where it's just um it just is right mm-hmm. it just is it's 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 realistic and it doesn't feel like it's bogged down like oh it, it has to be sad every time like it has to be dark every like no i uh, but it it, it it when it reveals certain things and when it explores certain things it does it in a very manner frank way i think so um the series basically revolves around this young boy named kotaru who um one day, um, you know, if, actually, the jump focus on the main adult protagonist, um, uh, uh, Karino or Shinkarino, who is like this mangaka, and he's kind of just like he's kind of like a slob. He's just like whatever. He's just like a he's just kind of like an average guy with below average st- traits. Too. He's like he's not a bad person at all. Like it was very strange how like they. Like, in the beginning of the first episode, like, he has a girlfriend, well, now an ex-girlfriend, who, like, slaps him because apparently he forgot her na- name. And, like, okay, that's kind of fucked up, but we don't really see anything like that at all again. He- he's just kind of, like, a lazy person and kind of, like, a little inconsistent in his work, but he nonetheless does work. Like, so I don't know. But anyway, point is, one day he's just going back to his apartment and, like, he just sees this kid moving next, next door to him, and, like, this kid has no adults with him. He has no, like, parents. It's very clear this kid is just living alone. So, you know, this guy's pretending not to care, Shin, and he's just like, uh, okay. 
Uh, but like, you know, just for, out of instinct, he feels, Nate, I gotta protect this kid. I need to, like, follow this kid around, because this is concerning. Once he puts two together, like, oh my god, this kid is just moving next to me for some reason, and was allowed to do that. Um, and, you know, he, he ends up hanging out with him as a result. He goes with him to the grocery store. He goes with him to, like, their, their communal bath in their neighborhood, because their apartment complex doesn't have, like, it's, they, they live in one of those apartment complexes in Japan where they don't have, like, a, like, a proper bath in the bathroom, so they have to go to, like, a communal bathhouse. Um, and he, like, helps them out with there. They, they share a lot of tender moments together, and over time, like, their neighbors get more involved. Um, like, this one woman who works out as a hostess in the bar, she's very sweet, and Kotaro, like, develops this kind of sisterly relationship with her. This other guy who's, like, a total weirdo, and they keep implying, he, like, he's a Yakuza person, and they don't, ex- they don't outward ever say it explicitly, but and he's he becomes very paternalistic um, to Kotaro, like, and it's just this very sweet, like, the thing where all these people in this apartment complex are coming together to kind of, like, indirectly raise a kid. Like, you know, it's like, a, it takes a village thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. and they all have kind of, like, their, and as a result, when they're learning more about this kid and, like, why he, is he alone and, like, what is his deal? Like, you know, what did he run away from? Um, it also, it also forces them to kind of confront their own problems to be talking about and talk about it. Like, for instance, the, um... Mizuki, Mizuki's her name. Mizuki's the the female neighbor. She, you know, we it, they reveal pretty quickly like she's in an abusive relationship. So they're they're like, and it's very poignant in like the second episode before they're very explicit about like what the deal is with Kataro's family background. Where, oh no, I think it was the first episode actually. Yeah, when she's she's outright introduced this way, she he um he gets ice for her or something, and he says he makes a comment about like um. You know that's that's how to like you know you, if you know if you want to relieve your eye bags from crying so much, and you know Shen like is like why do you know that as a kid you know and it's like and like there's like a lot of moments like that in the series where they're not explicit about what they're saying but like the implications of like you know like he's seen crying in his household that's like screwed up you know and like what does that mean, um, and has had to know how to like approach it right like um, you know where he's saying all these like. You know, he's just again, he's acting like a child. He's acting like a child. He's he says strange things, like he's very hyper fixated on this like fictional samurai cartoon character in their universe and like loves to sing and dance the the the, the show's dance and theme song. But then once in a while he says stuff like that and it I, it's like a very pointed look at like a kid processing trauma too in a, in such a way I don't think I've seen like an anime do. Um and and especially again, like I said, in such a way where similarly, um, we 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 alluded to this when we talked about Gun Gale and like other shows where like, um, just the c- concept of talking about like a serious heavy topic like that without it being so flagrantly like sensationalized and exploit like you know kind of mm-hmm. it feels like it's exploitive when they like, depict it, and in this case it's just very much like oh my gosh yeah wow okay yeah it, it, I feel like the acting in it is very realistic in how they choose to convey these issues. Um, and yeah, ultimately it goes back to like Shin himself realizing I kind of want to take care of this kid. And he, he, he realizes I'm like a guardian at this kid at this point. And it's like him kind of like accepting that fact throughout the series and realizing I have to be kind of the one to protect this kid, especially when he becomes more knowledgeable at, about like what the deal is with like what happened to this kid's parents while Kotaro himself has... And it was forced in a lot of ways to mature and do all these things by himself and knows how to take care of himself. But at the same time, seems clueless or at least naive about, like, what's going on with his family. And unfortunately, again, like, within his trauma, he's convinced still that, oh, I done something wrong as a child. I 
I screwed up and that's why my parents like, you know, kind of rejected me or don't, you know, like it's like all those things. Um, and it's very frank about like exploring those issues. Um, yeah. And, and the series, the anime series is like 10 episodes. So yeah, it's all, it's like right now it's on Netflix. I don't know if it's anywhere else. Um, and apparently I learned like, yeah, there was actually a live action drama adaptation of the same thing. So this is from a manga. This is from a manga that's actually still ongoing. Um, and I decided to live watch the live action drama, um, which actually came out before the animated. So I think like one or two years ago. And the, the drama is very interesting in that, like in a way I kind of liked it better, but I guess because it's an actual child playing the Kutaro and not Rie Kugamiya and God bless her. Who's like already in her forties, still playing children somehow. Like I didn't even recognize her voice. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, or still, at least still capable of playing like a young child voice and it being convincing, which is fascinating to me. Um, and, um, and, and yeah, because, because they're, I think cause like they were doing with real actors, something about my suspension of disbelief over like, this weird kid wandering around and people are just letting him do whatever. They, they, the way they justify it in the drama is a little, is, is, it's like, there's like a little more logic they attach to it. It's like, oh, okay. And they had to tighten up because I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they like, like actually no, when did they film it? Uh, oh God, they probably did film it like during COVID. Okay. Yeah. So they probably definitely had to tighten up the cast, which was apparent because also it was like kind of, a, it's clearly like a little budget show where they just jumping between the apartment complex and some place they found in the neighborhood. Right. Um, and they tightened up, like, a lot of adult characters' stories more, which I kind of appreciate. They actually added, like, original characters, where at some point, Kotaro goes to school, and he, like, he has to go to school now. Um, and they, like, added this original teacher character, which is hilarious, and he's, like, he's, a, he's like, an adorable person. Um, and apparently he was, like, such a fan favorite for the drama, they made, gave him a spinoff, which I also watched. <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay, that's fun. Um... And yeah, I liked how the drama like added its own things that I felt like enhanced the universe more, like enhanced the story of what was going on, and like in its own different way. Like it felt like the drama because again, like of how it was was it was it was very much in the perspective of the adults. I, you know, it, when when you're in, uh, unfolding all events, whereas the anime, we're very much in like Kutaro's mind a lot of the times, and it's following him. It's following him whenever he's alone sometimes. Whereas the drama, of course, because it's also a thing. F- you know, it's it's trying to, it's trying to, of course, like uplift their star-studded cast, so to speak. I, one of the one of the like one of the characters is played by like uh, uh, the more more Clover Z girls, uh, <laughs> like one of them. She's play she plays someone. Um, so they kind of like are focusing more on things from the adult perspective too, which is um, interesting. But yeah, overall, it's a difficult series to recommend because it's just actually it's very. It's very tough. <laughs> it's very emotional. It's like actually, it's very realistic. I think, um, and it could potentially be triggering. You know, it's it's like wow, okay, all right, wow. You know, like every time, like I every time, you know, every, like there's there could be a joke made about like wow, it's a trauma of the of the week. Like every episode was a different topic. Honestly, it's like oh okay, all right. Um, but again, like I said, I don't think it was handled, none of it was handled in such a way that was very, like, sensationalized or just gross, right? It was very frank and, like, manner frank. It's like, oh, okay, wow, all right, oh, okay, okay. Um, and how it ends, too, was very, like, heart-wrenching. And, like, it, it does make me curious if over, like, oh, yeah, you know, if there's more of this, I would love to see more of it. And, like, where does this go from here? Especially since it kind of ends at an apex of, like, Shin realizing, yeah, I need, like, you know, like I said, he he ultimately realizes I 
think I I do need to be this person to watch out for this kid. And the question over whether or not he is willing to be a parent, right? Um, it's yeah, it's it's a very good series, but right, it's something I would be careful in recommending because I I think. It, 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 it's very it's very bold when like in the stuff it explores you know and again it's not it's not graphic it's not graphic but um the writing alone i think is very powerful with like how it applies a lot of things without needing to show it right um and i think that's good i think that's good um no it definitely sounds like a heavy series to it uh, is see so. indeed a doozy yes yes but it, it was very it's very good um it's very good I might have to check that out because I do love my trauma of the week uh, series, uh, <laughs> as it were. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think too, especially with how um, some of the stuff going on with the women too, and like how they deal with it. Like I think, I, yeah, they they avoid like they. I think they do a good job too of like you know like often when stuff like this is depicted, it feels like are they shaming the women? You know, like but they don't do that. I think, and I think. I, I, I think there's, like, a nuance, too, where at times Kotaro's saying something that's clearly wrong. But again, it's, like, kind of within the context of he is still a kid and he is still kind of blaming himself for the bad things that happened to him, right? So, um, so it's that it's it's very interesting. It's very interesting. But, like, yeah, overall, I think it's something that... It, it's a series that I think handles stuff well, right? Um, that is good to hear, because, I don't know, I saw... At least the promotion for it, and yeah. seeing the tiniest bits of like uh, the tiniest bits of commentary on it, it definitely felt one of those like one of those things where it's like, all right, you want me to cry? You want me to feel bad? Yeah, it is a feels. Yeah, it's just like, oh, okay, I get it. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. What I was half motivated to watch it out of spite, but to know that it is <laughs> like to sit there and just be like, I didn't cry once. This sucks. But to know that it actually does have like a engagement with its characters that like I appreciate that. Right, yeah. I I think too why I prefer the drama to where I think where the anime uh does falter is it still has those like it's an anime doing anime things. Like it's like what is going you know, like like there's a mo- there's like a few moments of dissonance of where like what is the fuck is going on, you know, like where a character, like, I don't know how to describe it in a specific way, but, like, a character's just acting, like, way too cartoonish and bizarre uh-huh. and just at just at odds with, like, what the message of, say, a particular situation is. And it's like, why, just why, right? Why did they, why are they like this? Whereas the drama, of course, they're not doing any of that. These are real people just acting like real people. Um, which, again, I would recommend trying to find um, because it's, 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 it's interesting to watch the two side by side, like, accompanied together. Um, and like how they handle things differently, but yeah, um, it overall like doesn't, it overall doesn't do things so disrespectfully where it's like, oh God, it's all like, and very much like those are very few moments far in between, um, in the midst of, I think something that overall was, I think, well done. Um, and again, if you specifically want to seek and experience a story like this, where it it is, it is difficult and one does not, (laughs) and again, you do not have to sit through this if you feel like this is something that would be like upsetting, right? Um, but it, it very much is an ups- it very much is a story that deals with upsetting topics. I think in a way that's handled uh, gracefully. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, definitely something that you wouldn't expect from a show that's just like, oh hey, this kid's moving in with next door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and again, the art style is very odd, and I don't know why it looks like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was the main thing I had noticed as well. All right. Uh, I'll get, I, I, I'm going to ask you in a second for more uh, things, Maverick, but let me do my, my short minute of talking first. Uh, Go which is, uh, for it. Okay. <clears throat> Magikata Mazoku continues to be good. They're doing insane things. I think the budget is higher because they're doing more cutaway bits way more often, and they're, they look way better than it did last time around. Uh, it's either that or the animation team has confidence since they did season one. It's very nice to see regardless. You always love to see a series get better and better as it goes on. Instead of what happens to a lot of series where like, because it's a, like, you know, it is a known quantity that they think they can phone it in as it were. Um, it's nice to see that. And it is very, it's just get it just gets funnier all the time. It's great. Um, they had a good Momo and the ancestor episode or whatever. That was pretty good. Um, and then also, um, I've been rereading Berserk, which I had started to do uh-huh. a couple years ago, and then I stopped, and I was like, oh, let's start again. Um, I'm on, like, volume eight of something. I think it's very, very interesting how, like, he, uh, Mira said it at the time, or many times, and it's very clear immediately how like the earlier parts of berserk are going for that edginess inherent to the time period of like what is going into this media like like what are we going to explore and stuff like that and it's doing all these things for so long but you can tell like so quickly how that how he realizes what he should actually be doing with it like it goes away from what feels like just exploitative work into a genuinely a genuinely explorative work. Um, and I really appreciate it about that because not only does like the stuff that was bad about Berserk go away and get changed, um, it also just makes the character writing way better. It makes everything just feel a lot more realistic and like, well, realistic as Berserk can get, you know, but, like, it just, it just feels, like, really grounded in a way that the earlier parts of, like, Guts dying every chapter and then doing epic cool man stuff uh, definitely uh, struggles to accomplish. Um, and I really like that. Um, the only other thing that I've really been watching besides my standard stuff is Maverick thanks to uh, I think you talked about it on the show last time a little bit Birdie Wing. Yep. Uh, I did pick that up and watched it and I it is very funny. I, I I'm enjoying that. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that people were joking about the opening already. So <clears throat> uh-huh. in the opening there is a line where the singer is saying Venus line. However, because of her pronunciation, it sounds like penis life. Penis life. (laughs) So one of my girlfriends has literally just been singing that nonstop. (laughs) Just like she's doing it as like a, like, like, non-intentional like i'm just doing this right now to fill the air and i don't know why it's happening help me type situation (laughs) and it's like you're killing me it's even better when there's a line later on in the opening where it's like i got a venus yep 
Yeah, believe me, I've oh. heard that one a few more than a few times. Yeah. Uh, it, it does whip. Like, the OP does slap, It's pretty good, yeah. It just, oh, man. I literally had to, like, read it as an offhand joke from someone else, and I'm like, oh, I didn't realize people were doing that. <laughs> that sort of thing. God. Uh, uh, that said, haunting. though... Birdie Wing is not the only uh, sports anime of this season. Right, I see that here, yeah. There are a bunch of them, and... Hmm, okay, I'm trying to think about the best way that I can go about them, because if you have watched one sports anime, you've seen a majority of them. And I think here we have a very good spread of bog standard... Still holds up in what it's trying to do. Something that's a little bit different in its approach. And then, like, hitting the tropes that it wants to, but with a sport that they just haven't done yet. And that itself provides its other setups. So, as a quick recommendation, Love All Play is about a men's badminton team. A kid gets recommended on a like academic recommendation his idols there turns out the idol's kind of an asshole uh figuring out his place on the team it's easy it's fun there's twins there's a strong guy this anime has everything <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah everyone's here <laughs> no it's fun it's cute like it, it it is definitely if you just want to show that is like breezy to pick up that is the one that i would recommend is just like uh oh cool this kid's doing it and he's fine they literally like drag and dropped Tobio from Q to be in this one. <laughs> um, alongside that, Awashi is a little bit more different in its setup, but in a way that is very interesting. So imagine that we take the hot headed ace of the soccer team, who in any other setup would already be the protagonist of that anime. And lead that team to victory. But he's too cocky about it. And so like if he fucks up. The whole team's going to suffer. Because he's like the only one that's kind of good at this. Now. A talent scout's like. Oh hey this kid's kind of cool. Have you thought about joining my soccer club? My youth team. That's not just high school based. Or middle school based. But will be touring against other teams. And will be the best of the best. And this kid's like, fuck it, I'll do it. I'm like the best ever. And so it it at least presents the idea of what if you got a bunch of like sports anime, anime protagonists and made them have to share the space of one team. And that's a very interesting dynamic to play off of because of the fact that no one's telling this kid to be less cocky. They're just asking him to think a little bit more. And from that, you also see other people trying to just like work alongside that and i think that's at least more it's got more going for it and i'm very curious to see how that's going to do especially because that's going to have a uh, 24 episode core so if it keeps up the momentum if it dips halfway through who's to say but uh lv i know that you've also been watching this one uh, fanfare of adolescence. Yeah, yeah. Dull horse anime. Horse boys. Oh, they're no. real. 
the no 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 not no not like no no not literal horse boys like 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 you know how horse girls like yeah horse boys that that that's what I mean <laughs> not like Uma Musume which also is like uh, will be probably brought up in this conversation just needing to discuss favorite adolescents to be fair but no these are uh, um it's about like a group of boys going to this prestigious horse jockey school and one girl one girl like okay sure uh i don't <laughs> i don't know what's going on with her but she's just hanging out um and they're just having adolescent drama i guess like there isn't a lot of focus on the horses right now i feel like this is another one of those series where here's the premise like oh th yeah but then that's actually not the main focus the main focus is the teenage angst and drama um you yeah i remember you were talking about like at some point like oh yeah they got the four you know they got the foreign archetype character in and he's absolutely out of his mind he is insane oh um, my god i don't know what's going on there. there's a scandal that's gonna happen soon it's like why <laughs> what a bitch yeah, he just speaks in English randomly. It's the most insane. Thing. It's very funny. T there is at least one scene where one of like the horse trainers also is like using random English, but in like the oh, it's cool, it's trendy kind of way. Yeah. And so this kid keeps correcting him, and he's just like, "Shut up!" In like uh -huh. the middle of class. Um, is he the same? I, I'm like already like I'm mixing up the two blonde mixing up the two blonde characters, which, which is one so of the you got the main is what is the foreign kid also the one who just is afraid of women for some yes, reason. Yes, he's afraid of women. So yeah, the one the one girl in this group who again she doesn't have a real character beyond the fact I'm a girl. You know, she doesn't do that, but that's how I feel. <laughs> I'm like, where is her character? What is her purpose? What is she doing? Like, I'm waiting for a moment. It's not happening yet. It's hiding under one and of the yeah, whenever she just breeds this foreign kid just loses his mind and breaks down into hives like it's okay he has so many bits going on so here's the thing there are some characters that have way too many bits going on and everyone else has no character like that is the oh. problem oh <laughs> that is what it feels so, like what is the main character has no character that's what i can say right well, now no, hold on now hold on now you're talking about <laughs> okay you otashi whatever the one of the singers of the idol group mr doctor yeah that's fair. <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> the yeah. famous idol group, Mr. Doctor. <laughs> Mr. Yes. Doctor. Yeah. It's Mr. Doctor. Yeah. But yeah, it's like give up being an idol to 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 ride horses. To ride yeah. horses. Equestrian, yeah. To go to this this beauty rich horse jockey. And sometimes school. he <laughs> enters the horse zone. Horse he does zone. enter. They they all enter. They all have their own horse zone. <laughs> Technically, one <laughs> well, no, they because then you also have the <laughs> island, the island kid who has never ridden a horse, but is like I no. vibe with horses. Yeah, like I I I they're the horse whisperer. Obviously, they're they're the true horse one. <laughs> I just really this, like the show. It's insane. Like, so, like they all have like characters that are about too much, and they just don't like. I don't. I don't ingrate in memory because I'm like, this show is not about so horse chopping. The recent episode <laughs> had a bit where it's like, oh, we're gonna be at this island to uh, develop yeah. horse training. Here's your yes. one uh, teacher. Here's your one teacher's brother who works as like a shrine priest. Who I think the joke is that it was just the same guy. Right. I, doesn't matter. Um, that whole episode is sort of just them sort of being like, 
Yeah, we should at least bring up the character types that they're all having at the moment. Because at one point, like, the kid who is definitely the most, like, nothing character of them all, who they keep asking to, like, carry stuff, is eventually just like, I'm tired yeah. of you telling me to carry yeah, stuff. Yeah, he actually, yeah, he actually has a moment. He's like, listen, I'm sick of being the valet. <laughs> like, he does have that moment, yeah. And then it kind of just drops, because there's also so much going on in that episode where it's like, oh, so next year you're going to be going to your dad's stable, right? Yeah, you know, I just follow my dad wherever he goes. Man, you sure do got a plan because you're a year older than me. Well, it's just a year. Don't worry too much about it. Hey, man, you worry too much about when you're on the horse. You got to be able to let some of that go. I don't know if I can let that go because I used to be a part of Mr. Doctor. Yeah, you were a part of Mr. Doctor, and I was a part of the fan club. I was one of your biggest fans, and then you just left it. I'm not even kidding. Right. You know what I realized? I realized this show feels like a reality show where, like, we threw a bunch of people well, you also in this box, and there was a premise. That's what it feels like. Like, what the fu- like? What are they making them do? <laughs> there is a, there is a there is a single goal in mind, but then they're making them do all these strange like games and like, not literally, but you know what I mean. They feel like I feel like they're making them do all these strange different scenarios. With with it somehow relating at the end of the day to the what they want to win at the end, which is be to be the best horse jockey to out of the score or whatever, right? Um, and it just oh my god, it's just insane, like. <laughs> And they and their little commercial ident is like here's a horse fact here's a horse fro- profile fact yep which some of which have been like the hor- the famous horses like who were who who were turned into anime girls in Uma Musume right um, there's yeah I don't know I don't know if they're gonna ever have that crossover I don't think that's gonna happen you know it, sh- it would be nice if that does but it doesn't but because so far this show does not feel like they're focusing on the horses. <laughs> Also, the opening and ending insane. They're 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 both they're they're just both boy band romping pop songs. It's like it's it's just oh god. All right, here we go. We're going to the party. We're going to the horse island, guys. <laughs> uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a and lot. It's nothing. It is. It's uh-huh. a lot, and it's nothing. I agree. I think this is. I think that's the best coal. Coalescence of the two opinions we're talking about right now. <laughs> You're like, no, there's a lot. I'm like, there isn't much. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a lot in the ways that it doesn't provide anything to the actual narrative. Right. Like the latest episode ends with uh, there's like an after-ending scene of one of the kids on a scale, and he's just like, ugh. And I'm, it's like, all right, cool. We're gonna have. Like jockey-related body dysmorphia on the next episode. When they're like, again, the issue—they're all the same bot anime uh-huh. skinny body. T- yeah, that's that's that's, and yeah. that is why I had trouble remembering a character. Like, like that's why I said the comment about two the two blonde characters. I was like, they look the same. They look. They have. They all look the same. Like it's just. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, sure. Um, I don't even know if this is attached to anything. Like, it's not. It's like. It's just existing. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be attached to anything. It doesn't seem to be attached to a game. It doesn't seem to be oh based my God, on anything. This is also an anime original. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's like, How do you pitch this? To like get an original series like I want well, to make no, a horse you, boys anime. 
well, no, the pitch is, hey, we want to do like a sports, you know, I don't think, I don't think this is hard to pitch. The premise is very much, hey, this, like, you get, this is the premise of like, you're believing like, oh, it's gonna be like a sports thing. And there's like a lot of different characters that people can probably relate to. And like, oh, maybe at some point this was like going to a game, right? They're pitching it as like, yeah, here's all of those things. Here's all those same multimedia projects, all those sports franchises, but it's horse jockeying. And then you watch it. And it's not about horse jockey. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's like it's like the biggest ruse. Also, Hiroyuki Sawano apparently apparently is 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 the it's it's they're they're what? doing the music for this. Yes, which I feel I feel in the actual in the actual the ending and opening themes are not yeah it's, like I said it's poppy but like in the actual show the the swallowing of the music is actually very beautiful to be quite honest which is again fitting for a horse show. Oh, the ending um, is by Hiroyuki Sawano. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell. Yeah, 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 you're right. But yeah, I bet if I were listening, I'd be like, members, oh, okay, yeah, this sounds... Members of the idol group JO1. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, like, the idol, like, sound to it. That's just kind of, like... That doesn't really sound like... Um, but, yeah. This is insane. I, I don't know I don't know when they're going to actually ride horses again. I don't know when... Because <laughs> the first episode was set up that way. It was like, oh, okay, the main character is, like... I yeah like oh god there's all these stakes etc and then it just like it just does it just doesn't commit to that structure it's just like here's all these guys all with insane quirks and they're gonna just do random stuff you know um very very on sh- very on shore uh show show sure whoa um but yeah fucking wild <laughs> fucking wild. I just can't believe the that's an original anime. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, that's remember, just insane to me. Last year we had <laughs> a entire anime about kabaddi, the sport that a specific oh, region had right. heard about. Which I dropped because it was kind of mid, but... Like, like this is the burning <sighs> kabaddi of the new year. <laughs> Um, alright, is there anything else we'd like to talk about in this episode, or did we want to wind it down? Is there anything specific from your list that you're you you, you you're dying to talk about, Maverick? Uh, I'm trying to think if there is. I think there is stuff that is... Uh, one show I've already made a stern. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to ask boy. you about that if you wanted to. Just so the first episode came out this past week, but uh, a couple of cuckoos. <laughs> that is uh-huh. some booty ass, cringe ass, nay nay shit. <laughs> <laughs> it really sounded like it from the way you were describing it in the group chat. It's uh. Mm. Mm. I remember when we were, yeah, I remember when we were looking through the charts. To me, it was like, oh, that's weird. But like, like my mind immediately went to like, oh, it's going to be some absurd like soap opera stuff. Like, you know, like, hi, like this sounds like one of those annoying, like, like, oh, yeah, they got it. Yeah. Um, Like, it it probably would have been okay. But like, from what you showed and described, this sounds like a nightmare, actually. It hits those (laughs) points. But then it's also. A show synopsis does not always capture the plot points. Right. 
of the actual Right, show. like how fanfare of adolescence is not about horse jockeying. Like how fanfare of adolescence <laughs> is not about horse jockeying, but like It's not about horse jockeying. The, the, the main conceit here is that we have two kids uh and their whole deal is at the hospital they got switched at birth oops I- i'm doing the cute oops. little uh bonk to the Uh-oh. head with the tongue out yeah teehee teehee uh Nagi Umino. A malpractice. <laughs> Not- oh my god i'm just realizing the fucking names here nagi umino and erica amano God, I'm getting upset. No, um. <laughs> so, Nagi Umino is a 17-year-old high school student who learns that he is not the biological child of the family that raised him. On the way to his first meeting with his biological family, he meets Erica Amino, a popular internet celebrity who is trying to escape from an arranged marriage. Later, Nagi and Erica discovered that their parents had accidentally switched the two after their births and were now aiming to put them in an arranged marriage. To facilitate this, they are made to live in a house owned by Erica's family. And part of the conceit here is Nagi is not really that into Erica. Erica does not want this to work. Nagi likes someone in his class named Hiro Sagawa, ranked first in her grade. Nagi also has a younger sister named Sachi, who then realizes, oh, wow. I am not related to my brother. I wonder where that's going. She also has feelings for Nagi, which grew after she learned they are not blood related. Oh boy. Literally, there's a shot in the last, like, clip where she's just like, oh, yeah. I guess he's not my brother. Well, time to take my pants off. Time to... Fucking first shot that we have (laughs) this character. First shot that we have the sister before... Like, you know, uh, in the... In the fucking opening, it's like, oh, we're doing TikTok. We're doing Fortnite dances. Uh, There's a scene where she, like, has the video on horizontal. And I'm like, I, I yelled out loud, why are you using landscape for... An Instagram real TikTok video. <laughs> it literally don't even work like that. <laughs> but I digress. So like, no, the, like the first shot we see of Sachi is just like tit shot, and she's just like big bro, and I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> oh yeah, she has a rack. She has a rack. Bro, yeah. she's like racky stacky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And of course, they have they have to do something with that. So, uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> so like, I feel like if you remove that character, so I don't know, you're probably gonna, but like removing that character alone, I feel like would really resolve like what are your issues are with it. You've discovered thus far. Not entirely. Yeah, yeah. There's other problems. There's still yeah. other. L- listen, there are multiple holes in this ship. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so, like, um, immediately, this is just Nisekoi. I want to say, like, I minus mean, the in- the weirdo family swap things. Like, that's the whole thing. Is oh, they have to be forced into an arranged marriage or whatever, and oh, they have to. He likes someone in his class. So there's all this stuff. Uh, yeah, we don't I mean, need to repeat Nisekoi. <laughs> is what I'm saying. 
you know just fucking bonkers first episode uh, what what did i what did i timestamp uh, i'm going to look up the timestamp right now cuz fucking uh 5 minutes yeah like 5 minutes 56 seconds we get an accidental hand on boob got it uh-huh <laughs> at 5 minutes and 56 seconds of this show now mind you i am someone that is an avid fan of trails of cold steel and its associated series but my god there's at least enough substance in the rest of its story that can allow for the occasional anime moment. Here, it's just like, buddy, I don't even know what I anticipated. But holy shit. I guess we're going here. I'm still going to continue it, though, because I'm very curious. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, are you? <laughs> no, no, like, the, the surprising thing is that this is probably going to be the worst thing I see this season. Uh -huh. And it is not the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> there will probably be moments where I'm like, oh, that's genuinely well done. Or this is very interesting. And it will not be the worst thing that is offered this season. <laughs> Which really goes to show just the expanse of what's being offered in 2022. Because <laughs> holy shit. Some things never change, is all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Ain't that the truth? I think I need, I need, I need someone, I need there to be a new government mandate. It's like every anime studio, every, actually every mangaka is assigned an editor who like sees them start to write a younger sister freak shit moment and they just like slap them with like a fly swatter. It's <laughs> like, no. I think we only need to do that for like a year, and then everything. They, they sprayed them with a water bottle. Yeah. And specifically, they sprayed them water, or they pour water on them. So specifically, the water ruins the first manuscripts. So like they have to, they have to start over. Like it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I abide. I. That sounds perfect to me. <laughs> Couple of cucks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, do we want to call it there then? Or a couple of cucks, yeah. Yeah, a couple of cucks. Yeah, I think I, I just I just thought that was a very <laughs> final thought. I just thought that was like a really, you know, I think it says it all about mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. I think we're good. We are all a couple of cuckoos in this world of anime. It's true. Not me. I'm cool pogger and epic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You really are cool, Pogger and Epic. And speaking of cool, you picked a pretty cool anime this time that we're going to watch. <laughs> if you'd like to drop it right here. Yeah, sure. So, hey, guess what? Studio Mappa has been around for 10 years. Congratulations to Mappa. <laughs> only 10, really? Wow. Yeah, only 10. Technically 11 when they got, like, uh, financed or whatever, but... You know, from where they are now, pumping out multiple shows in a way that seems very self-destructive. Uh, one show, which I'll probably talk about next time, is a bit more down-to-earth, focused on someone's passion to go and do something 
motivated by themselves and the people that want them to excel in that. And it is very similar to the show that kind of just opened MAPPA to the success that it's had. So, for the next watch, we're going to be doing Kids on the Slope. Hell yeah. And um, so, unfortunately, we discovered this before recording. It is nowhere for some godforsaken reason. Um, so, you will have to boot up that, um, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> you, know, you, you know how it is. So uh, that NYAA. It is a Sentai Filmworks property. I think that because of the Crunchyroll Funimation acquisition, a lot of contracts are shuffling around. Hopefully, by the time that we do have that full watch, it should be in some capacity on High Dive. But if not, do what you will. Check if there's a spring sale or a summer sale and pick up the Blu-ray. I have it. Hell yeah. Um, Alright. Um, so yeah. Uh, thank you again to Beryl, our patron who picked Gungale Online. I'm glad I finally forced myself to watch it because I enjoyed it. Um, and thank you. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, you can get episodes of the show one week early and also suggest shows like Beryl did um, by going to patreon.com slash VGCC. $3 gets you everything one week early. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably do need to refill the anime suggestions at some point. We're fine for like the next year, but like, you know, some Give point. Give us some more. Tell us what you want. You know, yeah, like mix if, it if, up. If it's, if it's something we're interested in, it could just jump to straight up to the front. Like, you know, it's it's all about just, just, just send what you want us to watch and we will. Thank you to everyone like that it. wants us to watch good stuff. Feel free to send us some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to watch some just terrible, terrible bullshit, you know? I'm not saying I need it make, to... Yeah, it makes you appreciate better stuff. I'm not saying I need to watch Girls Bravo, but I'm just saying if you want to throw that in there, like... <laughs> and who knows? Maybe we're going to find some bullshit that's right up our alley. Like this. Like on Get Online. <laughs> Television. Television. I'm sorry, I was just thinking she... about it. Like, you get your she eyes shot fucking... out. She just went fucking sicko mode. That little creature. <laughs> that little creature just fucking went off and was like, this is what gaming is, okay? And it's like, holy shit. The, fu- the multiple times that fucking her friend just gets leg decapitated. It's, it's mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Hunter Hunter for legs. <laughs> Good, good ass show. Good ass show. Um, all right, yeah. Um, thank you all for joining me again. Thanks everyone for listening, and we'll uh, see you next time on another episode of Unlimited Railworks. See ya.